Welcome to the Pod Bay Door. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us. This is the Pod Bay Door. You can join us every Tuesday for info on the newest tech, movies, games, and, of course, our base of uh, operations, Las Vegas, Nevada. Sit back and relax and have some fun and maybe gain some interesting and useful information along the way. You can find us on iTunes Podcast at the Pod Bay Door. Our YouTube channel is the Pod Bay Door Podcast. Or find us on any of your favorite podcast apps. If you like subscribing to things and clicking buttons, then scroll down and give ours a try. We think you'll love us a lot. Um, this is Jamie, and my beautiful co-host today is Carla Marrero. Hi, Carla. Hi. Yeah, I like that introduction. <laughs> I am very excited to talk to Carla today. She is a former Las Vegas entertainer who is now an agent and a talent representative for Las Vegas and the whole southwestern region, and now including Kansas City, Missouri. Yes, Missouri, right? Uh, yes, Kansas yeah. City, Missouri. Okay. But let's make sure that we have a, uh, a le- I don't want to say legitimate, but okay. the Las Vegas entertainer. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I got you. We're going to get the inside information from Carla, what it's like to perform in Las Vegas and what the entertainment and event atmosphere is now. Also in today's episodes, we're going to hear from Adam and Sam at the Level Up Conference here in Las Vegas. They're on location and on site at the conference and will give us all of the highlights from this premier gamers gathering. Uh, Looking forward to that. But first, a big thank you to our new listeners in North Dakota and North Carolina. We really appreciate you guys. Keep listening, downloading, and subscribing. We do appreciate that so much. Keep those comments and show suggestions coming in. We love them all. As it's been so popular, we're going to go again with Las Vegas questions that we hear so often uh, as uh, representatives of the industry. So I'm going to get going. We, we tried to get some controversial ones for Carla uh, today. So. Um, I like it. Yeah, I know. I know. Carla. Make it juicy. Yeah, I will. I will try. <laughs> I will try. Um, the first one, uh, I would get a lot. Uh, I'd, I'd get this more than, than people always think that when I, uh, I, I was a former concierge at the Venetian Hotel. I opened it. Uh, they call that a founder. That's right. Yes. It, you know, and it was, uh, <laughs> it was the hospitality industry. And let me, let me confirm it is not hospitable at all. <laughs> um, and uh, people would always ask me, you know, what are the questions I get? And they would always say, do people ask you for drugs? No, uh, honestly, I maybe marijuana a couple times. Oh, that's because you were the founder. You should see the n- ones now. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure, I'm yeah. sure. But we would always direct them to a limousine or cab drivers. They oh, all yeah. they all know where the weed is now. Weed's everywhere. So yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, the 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 next biggest question or the biggest question I got: Can I get a stripper or an adult entertainer? They would say. Uh, because mm-hmm. they meant other things. Uh, can I get a stripper to come to my room? Well, yeah, yeah. Las Vegas, again, we've made this clear. We talked about brothels on another episode. Um, I uh, listened to that one. Yeah, uh, Nye mm-hmm. County is where the brothels are. That's where pr- prostitution, I guess we'll say, is legal. Um, but in Las Vegas, yes, you can get uh, dancers. And uh, that's, that's, ex- that's the extent of what they are supposed to do. They are supposed to dance. So I have a question. Yes. Uh, can you get a stripper to come into my room? Don't they have uh, the emperor's room and those private rooms in the stripper clubs? That's pretty much your room well, as the, well. Well, I, I believe, well, yeah, I believe every strip club has the champagne room. Right. Have you, you been know, there? I have. I have been to quite a few. Oh well, hey, yeah. something I did not. I've know. been. To, I, I used to have the distinction of be, being able to say that I've been to all of them, but uh, as I've as I've careened towards uh, being old, 
Uh, I, I do. I no longer have that distinction. However, there's quite a few that have closed. I think the yeah. economy really crushed those as well. Uh, but uh, we have, um, oh gosh, we have all different types. Uh, cheetahs was the very first one I went to. Cheetahs over on. Uh, it's a I, had a, I had someone I knew that worked there. Yeah, I'm not going to say it was a family member, but <laughs> someone, someone I knew worked there. But um, <laughs> uh, cheetahs, and then next to cheetahs, which was topless, and, and next to cheetahs was um, deja vu, which was uh, uh, bring your own. It was a juice bar, basically. Because it was 18. It, uh, but it, well, no, because it was full nude. Yeah. Oh, well, full nude is 18, no, as right. long as you don't have alcohol. Right. I mean, look at Larry's. Exactly. Yeah, Larry's. that's old school. Topless Villa. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's old school. Yeah, and Palomino, which is oh. grand, grandfathered past everything. Palomino, pretty much anything goes. Uh, but um, but back to the question: Can a stripper come to my room? Yes. Yes. Um, nowadays, because of the controversies involved and and you know some problems with you know guys getting rolled by the strippers and their, and their escorts because they bring they bring guys with them. Oh, they stand out right know, side stand, out stand, yeah, the door. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Not that I would know. It's what I hear. Yeah, Las Vegas, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Las Vegas uh, people, the the industry workers really kind of shy away from arranging that. Yeah. Uh, because it can become a problem. Although everybody knows a guy. Oh yeah. yeah, everybody knows. I still know. Yeah, guys. yeah, he's on my phone. But uh, what are the <laughs> what, what are the best strip clubs? You know, it's hard to say. I mean, there's there's Sapphire is still around. OGs. OG no o- OG closed. <gasps> You're kidding! OG I thought they closed. were there. They had the guys section. They did. Now Sapphire's is the only one that has a guys section. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. But uh, but the you know Cheetahs uh, is no longer there as Cheetahs. I think it's something else. Wow. But I got to ride yeah. down this road a little bit. Right. But I rem- um I know that um, Sapphire's and when I. I do say that they have the guys there. I'm yeah. not saying a guys section meaning guys for guys. I'm saying that right. although it might male, be male dancers, they have male dancers and yes. a separate section that females can yeah. go in. But just ladies, be warned if you're wearing a weave or anything, they do pull your hair oh, yeah. when they walk by. Not that I would know; it's just what I hear. Yeah, again, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Carla just he, she goes to the library and then goes home. She exactly. That's right. Um, secondly. Uh, another big question was, we have here in Las Vegas monorails, and they are actually monorails that were purchased from the Disney Corporation, the Disneyland Hotel, uh, and they were refurbished. They had a great plan uh, to, to use them here in Las Vegas, but they had a problem with the casinos wanting to chip in for track. And so I would get a, a lot of the questions were, can I take the monorail to all the hotels? No. You can take them to barely any of them. Uh, it's a it's a it's a very small loop uh, that basically goes from oh we'll we'll call it. I know it, it goes to the link, right? Yeah, it goes to the link. So probably the Caesars properties and MGM. You you can it doesn't roll right in there, but I mean you can take them and and cross bridges and cross the roads right, and, and right. risk your life, uh, you know, trying to get, get across Las Vegas Strip. <laughs> but uh, and of course it goes to the Las Vegas. Uh, it's end stop. North on Las Vegas Boulevard is um, the Las Vegas Convention Center. Right, And that's where it turns and comes back. But no, you cannot. Uh, It's uh, very limited. And unfortunately, I think it was a generally failed project. Uh, uh, Sadly so. I mean, but... um, Bad timing with Uber. Bad timing with Uber. I'm against Uber. I'm still, I'm very much against Uber. Are you really? I am not against Uber. I'm not for taxis because they're assholes as well. But I mean, I just... How do you get around? Well, you drive. Oh, that's... Okay, well. You drive. Well, when you drink. Yes. Yeah. So I'm I'm a regular Uber taker. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, like well, I, I have a rating I, on me well because I, f- I take it so much. Well, yeah, you've got a rating on you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I fear for your safety. Really? I really do. 
Wow. I take Uber all the time. Really? Yeah. But I'm the last person you should fear for safety. You you should fear well, for the I Uber know. driver if he gets out of line. That's right. Yeah. You're, you're gonna, so you're I'm gonna, okay. Trust you, me. You cut a bitch, right? I will you? cut a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last question I hear a lot, and this one makes me laugh because... Um, uh, it involves uh, recently Bruno Mars uh, uh, video 24K. Um, can you ride? Can, are there actually um, um, uh, jet ski rides in in the Bellagio fountains? No, <laughs> th- there there are not. Miss Mr. Mars and his band uh, had special privileges to do that. Uh, you can't do anything. Um, uh, you will uniquely if you get a chance. I mean, the fountains are great and they're fun and the music is fantastic. I was just across the street this morning at Mon Amiga V. There you go. Uh, yeah. I'm not thrilled about the, all the all the little dirty entertainers around, you know. But uh, I think they they tarnish, you know, what a beautiful place it is. However, if you ever get a chance to see them maintenance it. With the guys in the rowboats, it's absolutely hysterical because, yeah. I mean, they have to row out there. However, there is something special about it. Right below Hyde um, uh, Ultra Lounge, yep. I think it's, yeah, yep. uh, is a special little spot that can be arranged by the Everyday Joe, and it's been arranged by Bruno Mars. In fact, when he, uh, I think he was uh, be getting engaged or he was doing something regarding his, his significant other, um, a little spot that's built for two where you can enjoy dinner and drinks and watch the fountains and you're right there in, in front of it. But it's on the it's on the Bellagio side. It's not on the street side. Uh, but it's very cool. But no, 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 there's no water rides. There's no jet skis. There's And no actually, you know, when you're at Hyde and you're mm-hmm. at nighttime when the fountains go off, right. uh, they have the glass there because you can get sprayed with water while you're... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you can feel it. We talked about wet seats at all. See, a Bellagio is just a, it's a yeah. wet problem, apparently. Misty, we'll call it. We'll call it misty, <laughs> there you go. But uh, d- definitely, it's a great place to see. Uh, I, I think it's a, a, a very positive aspect of Las Vegas. In fact, you can see them. Uh, uh, I, I'm at... Um, Paris a lot, the Paris Hotel. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, and, I love it there. Yeah, and I uh, the the view from the uh, the uh, Eiffel Tower restaurant mm-hmm. uh, is something significant. I mean, the restaurant is fantastic, but it's it's great to see through the glass, uh, you know, the yeah. fountains and everything. And Mon Amiga V, when you can sit outside and watch the fountains as well. Yeah, drink champagne. It's a Absolutely. great French restaurant, and you know, olives is also yes. You can sit outside and yeah. watch the fountains. That's right. Yeah. Now, are you a foodie? Are you, uh, are you I, I, sort you of. Know, I'm going to say more of a, oh, that doesn't make sense, (laughs) but I like to have my champagne and different cocktails and, and, and talk and, you know, I like to do that. So you, you, kind of like the new movement with food and alcohol. I mean, the, 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 there's sort of fluffing the whole situation up. It's no longer just crank out the free hot dogs. I mean, there. Yeah, no, I, I like to sit down and be with my friends and, and enjoy company and, uh, the experience of it all of, of everything that's going around me. That's great. That's something you can definitely do here in Las Vegas. Now, something is, uh, Carla, uh, I don't know if you've ever been involved in any anything topless uh, professionally. Have you? Um, well, how much time do? We okay, so <laughs> we'll, we'll wait till we'll wait. Well, till we, we have the topless report. Where are they naked now? Well, you know, it's become very popular, and I try to pick a few places that uh, uh, where there there have been topless sightings. Um, we've talked about uh, the. Um, Daydream over at Mandalay Bay and Marquee Day Clubs. Now, day clubs uh, are, are relatively new uh, to Las Vegas. They, they, it's just a rebirth of the pool areas. And what they've done is, is cordon them off in one way or another. And they have become, become topless now. Um, I have spent a lot of time at topless pools, but unfortunately, when I'm there, uh, it is not topless time. I'm working on something else. It's very, very depressing. Yeah, you're there at like 6 a.m. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There's nobody topless there that that you want to see. But uh, uh, have you been? Have you been to a topless pool? I have. I've been to the uh, Mo'orea. 
No, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, how, were, did you engage in the topless activity? I'm going to say that I have. Were you near uh, your top? <laughs> uh, my top was not near me. Let's okay. just say that. Okay. And, uh, and, and of course, you know, with drinking, your, inhibi- your inhibitions go down sure. and, you, you know, at a great time. But yeah. that was my one and only time. Okay. And uh, afterwards, you kind of think about it. You're like, wow, that just happened. It would have been great if I was in San Diego or mm-hmm. maybe um, Ireland. Uh-huh. But no. I was at Morea in the town that I live in. <laughs> well, yeah, but uh, you know, I, I do you. It was it's conducted well, don't you think? Oh yeah, it was fine, it, and and that's a strange part, and only in Vegas, right? Of course, that people would just treat you like you had clothes on, and mm-hmm. it was no. And that's the thing, though, because everybody there. Now, now the the big the, being a being a veteran of twenty three years, I think I've been here. How long have you been here? Uh, gosh, it might be. Th- close to 30 maybe 30 years oh my gosh yeah okay. but but remember it was like i had in between time yeah. when i went back to hawaii for okay. for five yeah, years carla carla i'm gonna say originally is from hawaii I, yes, that's not really true I am. But no oh, i am is that true okay yeah, born and raised born and raised and 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 she goes back and forth still because yes. she loves it maui is your yours that's well i was born and raised on oahu but i'm from maui okay and yeah. for those of you that want to see carla sh- uh, check our youtube channel and you can see that she is actually hawaiian looking I'm like this. I forgot that the camera was <laughs> yes, on. There's a camera. Right there. <laughs> uh, but now, the since you've been, like I said, I I have been around the topless clubs while they're while, during their topless times, um, and of course, what I do is is not good for topless clubs. I mean, uh, being a photographer and, and a filmmaker, um, never good. You know, because <laughs> you know when they see me coming, they they're all diving away. Now, how how are the crowds? Um, well, because one of the one of the problems that we all have is, as locals is like, uh, you know, it's just not not a great bunch of folks. But oh, Mo'odeo was great. We, it was great. Oh my gosh, I went okay. with a few girlfriends and we had a great time. Oh, excellent. Yeah, and um, we were. Uh, having a few libations yeah. but so was everybody and we got to talk with people and and uh it was actually i gotta tell you i had a really good time and it was actually me and a girlfriend of mine's first time right going to something like that and it took us probably a good two hours maybe three hours before right. we got comfortable enough uh, okay i'm sorry before we had about five drinks yeah and then we said okay we're comfortable <laughs> okay so but once so you see everybody else and then you know so i could see if you're if you're coming here as a guest uh, yeah. as a tourist it would be completely easy because you don't know anybody so you're not just r- rolling in and ripping your top off oh and, no, no no gosh it, it and is that you it, think that's true for most women uh, yes and no. Yes and no. I think that if you're from out of town, maybe 30 minutes, mm. but we lived there. So it yeah. to, you know, we wanted to make sure we didn't know anybody. Sure. <laughs> sure. And so, yeah, about three hours. Okay. All right. Well, good. Well, see, see everybody, you know, it's uh, topless it's and French fries, man. It was all the way. Nice. nice. <laughs> That's good. Which, so, which, so, so, uh, topless pool. Now, did you pay to get in? Uh, of course not. Yeah, of course not. Of course not. Yeah, not yeah. Not, not, not a group of girls. We've talked about that about clubs. Yeah, see group, when you got yeah. hot Hawaiians and her friends, they're not paying. Y- you can go in. Plus, not only that though, but we're we're in the industry, so yeah, you know. Well, and, you know, and me and a bunch of squidgy looking guys. You oh, know, you guys have to pay yeah, double. We're paying. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> we're paying for the privilege of being around you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, you know what? The, the other thing <clears throat> that now the one thing that I, ha- I have seen and spent a lot of time. Um, uh, I've experienced. You've experienced obviously uh, being here thirty plus years. Um, New Year's Eve's. You, you've, yeah. you've been. I've worked most of them. Yeah. And yeah. they're there. You know, and, and Carla uh, will will agree with me. I'm sure that New Year's Eve uh, has uh, it becomes inconvenient. 
for those of us that have experienced enough of them. You know, it yeah. is it is a wonderful thing to see. Uh, Vegas, uh, New Year's Eve, Chicago, New York, they're all worth seeing. Yeah, but on this side of the this side of the fence, yes. that's a that's a day that you're going to make three times as much as you would on a normal night. Yes. And so you're always working and basically you're just figuring out how are you going to get down there with everything that's shut off on the strip yeah. and how you're going to get out. But you never spend it with your family and your friends. You don't yeah. see the ball drop. You don't see any of that stuff. Yeah. You're just working. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I was uh, did a showgirl gig for New Year's Eve, yeah. but on a night like that, I mean, this is back in the day. Right. It was 800 bucks that night. Oh yeah. I can't imagine what they're paying now. Yeah, and it's it, you're right though. It, it's it's kind of because Las Vegas is a 24/7 365. Um, it's kind of depressing for us, uh, the, you know, because I was so open uh, to working all the holidays and giving people with families right. um, the chance. Uh, you know, I mean, you're you're there with friends, like you know, the, I I was mentioned you know, our previous guest Julia. I, I spent New Year's Eve and we watched everything. Um, but it's kind of depressing. You're not with your family. You're you're you can't enjoy it. You're working, and you're you're you know the 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 nuance of it fades i think after the fourth and fifth time that you've experienced it but you know like you said god forbid you're on the other side of the fence and the and the, and the, the throng of people yeah. it's terrible now and you gotta that. remember you're not drinking so you're the only oh, one yeah. oh, that's working terrible. looking at people going that's what it looks like yeah no it's it's, it's <laughs> horrifying it's horrifying now however that's where i've seen the most topless activity Really? Oh my gosh! I never see any of that yeah. on New Year's Eve. Oh my gosh! Really? I, I, oh, every time. Um, Lucky. I, I worked at the Venetian, as you know, and um, uh, the Venetian curves into the Las Vegas Boulevard right. at one point where the bridge is, um, and uh, you know the, the the gates that that separate the crowds from the from the hotel are right there, so we could see everything. We would go out and watch the uh, the fireworks and hear the music and everything. And and I would say probably 30 minutes prior, 11:30 p.m. Uh, that's when they would start. They would st- and and most of the time it wasn't directed at me. It was at other people. It was like girls are funny. You guys are funny. You make me laugh. Okay, wait. It, no, don't care. Of any age. Us. Of any age. Oh yes, <laughs> you're still girls, even at in in your. I know, but what are you? Late 30s. You're late 30s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but girls will will you're silly you're silly as little girls because you love to play dress up and then you get big and then you then you still love to play dress up and then then the, you start you, you, the alcohol is flowing heavy I mean you know the shots are flowing the people are out there uh, but the, they start they start lifting up their tops at each other. Oh, it's hysterical. You and know, that's funny because I think the same way about guys. I'm like, boys, look, our tops. Uh, by, no, you do other things. Yeah. You guys pull your pants down and show your show your ass to everybody. Yeah. But I laugh like yeah. boys are boys like they never grow up. No, I think don't. the same thing. Now, we remember, don't. we got the same brain right now. Yeah. The girls will be girls and boys will be boys. But right. there are men and there are women. Yeah, yeah. Okay. At times, I'm just saying. At times, not all right, the time. Right. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I would see. I would see. And the and the the funniest ones, uh, which is uh, I've mentioned this before, really cool during Las Vegas, uh, the New Year's in Las Vegas, is they have the equestrian cops out. They have the ones right. on the horses. Right. And those are great guys. And you never want to screw around with a horse. You know. They, I mean, no. I've seen them get crushed. But um, that's the that's the guy. I mean, when the horse comes around, the tops come off. Really? Absolutely. Well, clearly, I'm not on the same gigs you are. Well, I yeah, that's true. Uh, wow, yeah. I've never seen that. I'm usually in a ballroom in a corporate event that, yeah, yeah, tops no, come off uh, and y- HR is called. Yeah, I don't even work New Year's Eve anymore. Thank God. I you know, luckily the crew members go out for me. But uh, <laughs> no, yeah, the equestrian wow. cops would roll by and then uh, all kind of boobies. That's it. It's, okay. 
going to have to follow the Swiss Exactly. Cops, yeah. and, then, <laughs> and then something that you have been involved with, either as an agent or an entertainer or just as a spectator, uh, topless shows. We still have those in town. Yes, we do. Not, you know. Um, uh, the few and far between. Yeah, not yeah. as much as they used to be. So I always wonder about that. Yeah. You know, it's um, it seems like and, and that's, you know, things that I wanted to discuss as well is like yeah. those kind of shows are just kind of going by the wayside. Well, we lost Follies, Follies Bergere. Yeah. Uh, we lost Jubilee. Yep. Uh, those are two, two of the biggest ones. And they I've, I've seen them both. I've known people that, uh, that were entertained in both. Um, and they are, were. Do we still have Crazy Girls? I, you know, there was a new iteration of it, I think, that, yeah. that they tried to spark up. Yeah. Uh, now, that was a long, that long, was a long and that's time a ago. small showroom. Yeah, that was the first show. I believe that was the first adult show that I saw as a visitor to Las Vegas many, many years it's ago. It's a great show. I mean, it I've known, show. oh, I, re- I remember, I remember Marla, and uh, gosh, mm-hmm. Marla was in that show when I was 18. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then I've known all the dancers throughout till the time it and the then uh, the riv. I think the 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 adult performer, the porn star uh, Jenna Jameson, was in it one year. Wow! Yeah, I didn't she even contracted. A, that was a long time ago. She con- she contracted what? <laughs> <laughs> to be in the show. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I thought you were going somewhere else. <laughs> no, but yeah, but that's. Uh, I didn't see her in that, but I know she was in that. But uh, yeah, now have you been have you been um, uh, in a show where where it was topless? Um, what exactly is your question? Have I ever have you been, been have you performed in a, in a show? Yeah. No, but I do have a good story about that. Well, go ahead. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> I was working for a long time, uh, at Show in the Sky mm-hmm. and, uh, after That's that, uh, Rio at the Rio, Rio hotel. Yes. Yeah. And that was, we opened the show. So we were original under Blair Farrington, okay. uh, Farrington Productions, my mother agency. And, um, we did that show, and then when everything, when we, when everyone left that, some of the dancers had gone over to Crazy Girls. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, um, I was thinking about going back into doing another show. Mm-hmm. Now you have to remember something. I'm not a trained American dancer. Right. I'm a trained Polynesian dancer. Right. So it's a little different. The counts are different. You know, just the way we do things are different. Sure. And so um, I called one of my girlfriends that were in the show, and I said, "Hey, I would like to audition. Can you get me an audition?" Mm. And uh, I believe she was a lead dancer then. Uh, she said, "Sure." So she got me an audition, and it was a uh, it was an experience. I'll tell you. Yeah. They don't they don't think of it like we do. They're like boobs are boobs. You know, they they don't care. Oh no, absolutely. So um, we're I'm in the audition with what the choreographer, and we're we're doing stuff, and they're like, "Okay, take your top off," and uh, I was really uncomfortable i was uncomfortable and i just didn't know if i was ready for it and it was the worst dentist visit you ever had no no, the dentist (laughs) visit was better so uh (laughs) so uh i took my top off and we were you know we were dancing and doing our choreography and stuff needless to say i didn't get the show but uh i'm okay with do you know why um, I know that they never take the time to tell you why, but I mean... Do, no, do but I, I think that... Um, how, how old were you at the time? Uh, at the time, I was probably 28, okay. 29. So you, you've been oh, around... Oh, no, I'm... You've been around the block. No, I'm sorry. I think I was... No, I'm sorry. I was in my 30s. Oh, you've been around I, a time and a half on that one. Yeah, right. I was in my 30s. I was probably 32, 33, somewhere around there. Wow. Yeah. Now that see that you know I, I'm I'm going to use a very millennial phrase, but that's very brave, you know, for a woman in Las Vegas because it, it was it's a, it's rough. That's a rough industry. Yeah, it it was. But you know what? Mm-hmm. The dancers there were amazing. 
They're yeah. so nice. They were sweet. They were, um, you know, they're, I mean, I come from that background where I've worked with them forever and they're just, yeah. they're really great people. I mean. Absolutely. Because, yeah. you know, I, you know, I, spe- me specifically, I wouldn't want to do it because, because no matter how matter of fact it is uh, being topless you are that once you finally get in a- after being judged by all of the industry mates then you're being judged every night by the people watching you right that's tough yeah. now i know you turn off i mean the, the, there's a switch you know that you turn off and you're like it's just well it, it just becomes it normal it just yeah. like any other show that you do you yeah. know and you know the maintaining weight and and i mean it, oh it, do it, i got a story about oh that. yeah oh we're getting to that for sure okay now <laughs> now now we'll, we'll just transition right into that when did you begin your career as an entertainer in las vegas I was 17 years old, fresh out of high school. And I remember hearing about uh, a Polynesian show in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And it was funny because I was like, wait a minute, you can get paid for that? Because um, I went to hula school since I was um, five years old. My mom put me in with Auntie Clark and I, yeah. And so I went to school and I did all, you know, you do all your stuff. And then all of a sudden I come to Las Vegas. I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. I can get paid for this now? So I went, I found out that they were at the Gold Coast playing in the lounge. And it was weird because they have a uh, like this band that does pop music and then they yeah. do two Polynesian shows during all those sets. Okay. And so um, I left my phone number on the drum. They called me up. I auditioned, got the job. And wow. my first job was at the old Sahara Hotel in Don the Beachcomber. I re- you know what I know of that show. I didn't. I wasn't around to see that. Yeah. I wasn't in Vegas at that time. I did two shows a night, six nights a week, wow. and I got paid $250 a week. Oh, wow. Now, mind you, this is some time ago. At 17, though, you were just a pup. Yeah, and I worked there for for a long time. And in, uh, it was funny because our dressing room was in the busser area for mm-hmm. the Italian restaurant. Right. And it had a little drape. Mm-hmm. And we were to dress behind there. Okay. And it was funny. And then we would run on stage. So, wow. Yeah. And then one time I forgot to take my socks off and I ran on stage with my socks on and my Polynesian skirt. (laughs) It happens. You can can make up some Polynesian story. It's good luck. And and the great part about this is I worked, I ended up working for uh, this guy for 19 years. Wow. And this is Rooney with Hot Lava. And I worked for Hot Lava for 19 years. And the funny part about this is now we hire him for gigs. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I so know. it's come full circle no, I've, I've met <laughs> Rooney. yeah 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 well that's that's amazing you know what i i know a lot about carla she and i've been friends for 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 oh, wow yeah long time i know i was thinking about that yeah i can't even remember how many years uh but i never knew that story yeah 17 yeah man you were just a baby and the and you know i was at an art um at some kind of art festival for local artists uh-huh. and there was a framed photo i mean not a photo but an artist drew a um an old vegas showgirl mm-hmm. right like painting right and it was on the sahara wallpaper they got the old sahara wallpaper and they painted a showgirl in the center of it yeah i didn't care what it costs oh, i yeah. bought it i'm oh. like and i have it up in my house right now and it was Good one of those memories where that was my first gig that's fantastic yeah it was awesome now i have, I have a question Oh, kind of awkward. Make it juicy. No, oh, I will. I'm just kidding. Now, now, again, if you're watching YouTube, you can see Carla. <laughs> Carla is is rather busty. Does this say get up, be, be amazing, amazing, and then go, go to bed? To, go back to bed. Uh, take a nap. That's right. <laughs> now, Carla, you, you, you're you're rather busty. Mm-hmm. Now, at 17, obviously, uh, you you weren't the same size, right? I mean, you're, you know. The no, it was close. You I'll were. I'll tell you, as okay. most women will know, 
once you have a child yeah. and then you get put on weight notice for dancing, yes. you lose a lot of that weight. That was my question. Now, you had breast yeah. augmentation. Yep. Yes. Uh, did you have that for personal reasons or did you, did you, do, it, did you do it for entertainment? Uh, no, no, never for entertainment. Not at all? Uh, yeah, because when no. you're dancing, you, you can't have, you, okay. you really can't have any boobs. And so after I had finished my work with uh, Show in the Sky mm-hmm. and things like that, then uh, I, didn't, I didn't get them till I was, thir- I think I was 30 years old. Okay. And uh, me and my cousin, we, that's what we did. She got, a, uh, she got uh, something done and I got my boobs okay. and it was like one of those things where we did it together all right yeah all right i didn't know you know i, I didn't know a lot of people you're right though the the dancers like in in the true showgirl shows uh they're not you, in you fact can't. they, they no, they can't they get turned down yeah and it's know? too hard i don't know you know it's i think it's cyclical i think they the pendulum swings one way or another depending on what you know the the uh, the the stage directors what they want i mean i know there was a time when they were getting a little bit more busty much like the catwalk on the major runway i was listening to i'm thinking if you bring up that movie Showgirls, no, no, I no. was th- I was like, it's over, no. <laughs> game over. No, that doesn't that doesn't. I, oh Elizabeth Berkeley, I think is is gorgeous, or she was back then. Um, but that was the worst, and uh, it doesn't represent Vegas at oh all. Oh my gosh, no, that it's, was so it's, far from nonsense. the truth. Now, what is what what t- in your opinion? To you personally, what was the hardest part about being a showgirl? Now, when I say showgirl, I mean entertainer. Uh, I know that. I, I, now, were you ever a a an uh, the stereotypical showgirl, you know, with the with the large headdress and everything. Oh, yeah. Did, you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So what's the hardest part about being that? Um, <laughs> the headdress. It, it was. <laughs> They're heavy. Yeah, they are. And, you know, I did, uh, I did Cleo, remember, for a very long time, yes, off and on, 17 years. And I'll tell you, we had an Elizabeth Taylor headdress. And if you remember the movie, Cleopatra with yes. Elizabeth Taylor, yeah. we had that exact rendition of it. Yeah. And it was all metal. And then, really? of course, even the uh, even the outfit was also from the movie. So the entire costume was thirty pounds. Wow! Now, now, what Carl is talking about for those of you that aren't from Las Vegas is that at Caesar's Palace, um, for for God, uh, years. I started in I think ninety, nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. No, yeah. But somewhere around there, 1990, 1992. And, and well before that. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they have a, a, a strolling characters. Program, yeah. Two of, two of whom are Cleopatra and a Caesar. I don't know if it was Julius or Augustus. Oh, no, it was Julius Caesar. It was Caesar. Julius Caesar. Yes. Okay. And you should see, there wasn't just them. No. We had yeah. Nubian guards, Egyptian guards, yeah. princesses, handmaidens. Right, right. We had uh, centurions. Do they still do it? Uh, they do, but sparsely though. Yeah, yeah. sparsely. I mean, uh, you know, ever since it was taken over, if I hit that thing one more time, <laughs> ever since it was, uh, ever since, um, I think Hera's and then Caesar's yes. Entertainment, whatever, whenever they yeah. took that over, it, it changed everything. Yeah. So we used to have a very large, um, you know, procession with everyone yeah. and we used to have shows and we used to travel all over the world and, and, but all that's over now. Yeah. yeah. Now I've seen, uh, I, I've, I've had the pleasure of seeing a picture of you as Cleopatra. Uh, and, uh, it, it's, it makes me smile. It, yeah, it's funny. It's I, you really know, I had funny. a good time and that's me. I love to talk to people. I love engaging with guests. Yeah. And so that was, cause that you was, know, that's my favorite it was engaging my with, with guests. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but Carla, Carla, uh, is, uh, is generally, uh, that ethnically ambiguous. She could, she could pass for with the right eye makeup. You pass for Elizabeth Taylor in a heartbeat. I mean, it was, you know, yeah, it was really weird. It was fantastic. Now, now do you recommend the life? 
Or um, do you recommend the life that you led as, as an entertainer and showgirl? I mean, uh, was I had it a great time? You had a great time. I had a great time. Is it, great it's hard life. on you, though. Yeah? It uh, it was. There's, you yeah. know, you really don't have a set schedule. I mean, you know, it, uh, this is the only place in uh, anywhere, and I think in the world that you can have. And every other person will tell you, every entertainer, we have a book, we have right. a calendar. Yeah. And all we do is wait for our agents to call and then we book things out. Right. And so there's different times. There's no schedule. And, you know, you take work when you can or you're saving up or you're doing stuff. So that part's a little bit difficult, That's but right. it's almost like owning your own business. You can make your, you know, you can say I'm not available because yeah. you want to go out of town yeah. or, you know, you can, you can accept what money you would like to accept. So, so <clears throat> as, as with most, you know, industries like mine too, uh, you know, it, there's a hustle. Oh gosh. You talk about a hustle, yeah. Not a lot of turning down in the beginning, though. I mean, you know, you try to take as much as you can. You do, and then you got to remember that when you start turning things down, you start going to a different list mm. because, uh, you know, I think I was a number one for probably three agencies mm -hmm. when I was working. And when you're a number one, that means that you're reliable, you show up on time, and they will always call you because they know they don't have to send anyone there or right. they know that you'll do a good job and the client will be happy right. and everything will be good. Yeah. Like I have those on my list sure. now. But when you do that, you don't want to say no because then they'll find someone else and all of a sudden that person is as good as you yeah. and they become that list. So informally, there's an ABC group. Yes. And then there, out. <laughs> there's also like a XYZ. Okay. When you're desperate. <laughs> okay. Now, now turning down jobs, obviously, you know, you, you try not to when you're in the beginning of your career as a, as a, right. as a Vegas entertainer. But that brings up uh, my, my next question. Were you ever asked to do anything that you turned down because of what it was rather than the not being available? Um... Yeah, if I ever felt uncomfortable mm -hmm. with something, like if they said, uh, you know, we have this gig and um, it's going to be uh, riding in a limo to go to, you know, and you're just there as a hostess and, and you're just riding in a limo to go to um, a different hotel or you're, or you're driving to Mesquite or you're going right. here, I'd be like, yeah, nah, that, I don't feel comfortable with that. Yeah. Um, I like to work with other girls and, mm -hmm. you know, things like that, but... Uh, that would probably be something that I was uncomfortable with. I'm I'm trying to think of. I yeah, what's the what's the strangest thing that you know you were, you were ever asked to do as an entertainer? I mean, you know, wear a bear suit and hand out flyers. I mean, what? Oh, <laughs> what, what do you mean besides putting the Queen Zulu suit on that had the big boobs and the big feet and the big head with fans in it and wow. do it twice yeah. a day? Besides that, <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah, and, Queen and Zulu. What were you paid for that? Uh, that was part of the show in the sky. That was part of the show in the sky. Yeah, and All you know right. what? I did it with my counterpart Randy, and he was King Zulu. And uh, you know what's funny? We had a really good time because we were the only ones that didn't have to put on any makeup or do our hair for the first show. There you go. So we could show up right before the show started. Uh -huh. But uh, I think the the strangest and coolest thing I've ever done was I think it was two thousand and one. Um, the Caesars decided to do a big New Year's Eve event. Okay. And they made a coliseum oh, okay. in the ballrooms. Nice. It was something that was incredible. And I rode in on an elephant named Tiny. Nice. I've never, I mean, who can say they rode in on an elephant? That's right. Yeah. I rode in on That's an elephant right. wearing the Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah, and Very they nice. had me slide right off the elephant, and yeah. that was my entrance. So your 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 uh, I'll use a terrible term, but your heyday as entertainer was uh, uh, '90s, right? Um, 
or I or, thought my heyday is still happening. Oh, is it still <laughs> no. Well, but now, now you're now you represent talent. Yeah. Now because you take all of that experience uh, that you've had, the elephants and the and the topless and everything else, and <laughs> and, uh, and then yeah. then you 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 can direct you know these young kids. And that I think that's what separates me a lot from other you know a, a lot of other agencies is that I know exactly where the talent's coming from. Yeah. So I make sure their life is cush as well. Sure. Because I know what it's like to wear those headdresses or to yeah. stand around for eight hours and not do right. a thing. And it just goes crazy in your head when you're doing conventions and stuff. So I try to make things fun and entertaining and engaging yeah. and teach them that, hey, listen, if you find somebody and just talk to guests, your time goes by like that. Well, but you didn't get away from the hustle though, did you? Oh, no. No, no, no I'm yeah. still hustling. Isn't yeah. that funny? Yeah. That's no. my life. I'm a hustler. That's right. <laughs> Hard to be a pimp. <laughs> um, now, now, well, we'll transition to that. N- and Carla is now, now the, your agency is called? Uh, Mrs. Events Consulting. Okay. And your dot com is? Uh, www.mrs-events.com. And that's mrs-events.com. Right. And okay. you want to make sure you put the dash in there. Otherwise, okay. it goes to a site that, don't, don't go to the site. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> you might have to pay to get in. Yeah, you might have to pay to get in. So Mrs. Events, Mrs-Events.com, right. and you represent, whom do you represent? Well, I have uh, everything you can think of that has to do with entertainment, so nothing tangible. I have just people. Okay. And so you could say... So uh, you don't do flowers and... and, and oh, and no. We tried... and... Yeah, we tried to do that one time. Wow, yeah. that was a major fail. I mean, we did okay. that, and we were like, wow, shit just got real. Okay. So we don't do that. Uh, but we have bands and multicultural talent and specialty acts and MCs okay. and solo, solo artists, and yeah. we do anything. We do mostly corporate events and high-end weddings. Now, now you... Gosh, you you jump around from Las Vegas to Kansas to to Mesquite, I yeah, know, uh, yeah. uh, there. Now, do you cover West Coast? Do you cover um, anything in L.A. and things like that? I do. You I do. do sometimes. And the one thing that I think is great is that I have a lot of agent friends. Mm-hmm. I have a great um, agent friend, Sally, in Utah. Okay. Um, and she actually calls me when she has events in Vegas and I can help her. I also have another agent here in town, right. Ian Hammer. He's great. We work together. And uh, we utilize both our, our talents together. Mm-hmm. So if they need something in another state, mm-hmm. in another country, or anything, they just call me and we work it together and, and we send whatever they need. You see, that's, that's, the, the, that's, that's a unique situation because I'll be honest with you, in my industry, especially photographers, mm-hmm. um, uh, I'm not a giant fan of people, as Carlo knows after all these <laughs> years. Um, I am, I am least, my least favorite bunch of you know, yokels are photographers because they are not like that. They, they they hold close to the breast their 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 talent, if you want to call it that, and their techniques. And there's no sharing. There's no calling up this, calling up that. Now I know I'm going to get you know comments and calls and everything else, but but uh, you know the majority of my experiences have been negative because it is a hustle, mm-hmm. and they're just trying to get ahead now. So I'm I'm very encouraged to hear that about that you have a, a chain of people that that will help each other. It's wonderful. Oh, I have I have lots, and I and yeah. I got to tell you, I'm a true believer, a true believer that anything that you know or any way you can help someone, you have to do it freely. Yeah. And that's and I think that because I've done that, uh, um, I've attracted 
mm-hmm. this same, and I don't look at them as my competitor. I look at them as my friend or someone that we can eventually, there's enough business. This is the yeah. entertainment capital. I totally agree. And you know what? If I can help you or you can help me, yeah. then we should do it. And you know what? I have uh, one, two, three, I have four of these agents mm-hmm. that we work together with. And it's, and it's one of those things, even if there's something that we can do together, we just split the commission. Yeah, it's a little bit less, mm-hmm. but you know what? They help me. I mean, they really help me when I'm in a bind and I can help them in the same way. Well, that's great. You know, and, and I know that you're, you're an extremely positive person, uh, you know, and, and you, you've been a positive influence in my life, too. I mean, there's, there's, oh, thank you. Well, there's many jobs that you and I have worked together where, you know, we had like to, many we had to, uh, like over 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we both had to, you know, land our balloons together trying to you know, get over the bad people that we've worked with. But Does everyone uh, know that you're the you're the only photographer I've used for the last 10 years? Well, I haven't made. No, I've not made that clear <laughs> in the show, but I've, I've always appreciated that now now i have worked with i can't say that i have seen a lot of talent that acted inappropriately uh people always hear about runway models and things of that nature and now i i have seen some i've seen some good uh, cat fights on the catwalk yeah uh that's because you hire models yeah right i hire dancers there you go <laughs> uh you know and and uh you know it's not specific to girls girls you know i mean there's the catty thing and everything else right. and girls are mean to each other and mm-hmm. and girls if they if they'll admit it oh yeah you know girls are girls are mean they're just mean to each other they're mean to everybody else they can be boys are a little more passive aggressive absolutely <laughs> absolutely um but uh have you had the that stereotypical you know, model, agent, singer, agent, you know, where you, where you just... All the time. Yeah, do you really? Yeah, all the time. And it's, uh, and you know what? I have some really great models and I hold them very close. They're the same girls I use all the time because I get no drama from right. them. Um, when I do my fashion shows though, mm-hmm. I pretty much use all dancers. You know why? Because they remember choreography. Right. They don't fight and they love each other and they're pretty peaceful. Yeah. But as for some of the incidents that happen, I mean, there's a couple of rules that I like to enforce where if it's an out-of-town gig that I'm sending some girls out on or whatnot, I, I try to tell them, don't drink, even in town. Don't drink with the people you're working with. Yeah. So uh, one great story, and this is years ago. I had a girl. She was working a convention and everything, and everything was great. Beautiful girl, sweetheart. She's worked great for me. I get a call the next day from my client saying, um, I need you to come here and pull this girl off of the floor and replace her immediately. I'm like, oh my gosh. I drive down there. I'm like, what happened? What's going on? You know, and I'm thinking, I'm freaking out. She's like, well, she decided to go out with some of the guys last night and decided to talk about her sexual um, adventures and then started talking about the day after pill. I was mortified. I pulled that girl off the floor, had a replacement ready, mm-hmm. and uh, I had to tell her, I'm like this, what made you think it was okay to go out with the salespeople and drink and then talk about your personal life and it not come back? Yeah. I go, are you an idiot? Well, it's the world we live in. I mean, I, I you know, I, I've railed on, you know, on the, on the podcast here, you know, about how I've, I'm discouraged how the, the United States has turned into, everybody's so damaged and so offended and so bullied um but unfortunately you know that story is is very common you know i tell all my guys uh it may seem like you're friends with them and they they never yeah never and if the client wants to have that type of conversation or wants to speak that way listen listen 
but yeah. don't say anything. And, 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 you know, it's just, I, I, I would love to argue and say they're being too touchy, but in that particular case, no, they're, they're the day after pill. I know. Come on, Jamie. I didn't know that existed anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, of course this was, this was a little while ago, Yeah. but at the same time, I'm right. like, if you mentioned the day after pill, I right. wanted to punch her in the throat. I was like, come on. Now, have you had more trouble with, um, talent or clients? Oh, gosh. Well, this is my motto. You have to train your clients. Yes. You have to train them. You have to remember you're the professional here and mm -hmm. you know what you're doing. They have no idea. They're professional in their business. They right. are not professional in the event that they are producing, regardless right. if they do it every year for the last 30 years. Sure. This is something you do every day. Yeah. So, you know, I like to... I'd like to train them and explain to them, okay, wait a minute now. If this happens, this is what's going to happen. If right. we don't get this, this is what's going to happen. And a little um, lesson I've learned twice that cost me a lot of money mm. is every conversation, everything, put it on paper, have them sign it. Yeah. Everything, yeah. everything, everything, everything. It was a $60,000 lesson for me, but I got to tell you, now everything, an addendum, it doesn't matter. Listen, if this, if, if you do what you want to do, this is what I'm afraid will happen. I think you should change your mind. Nope, I want to do it. Sure, sign right here. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And then when it does happen the way you said it was going to happen mm -hmm. and you show them that signed paper, you still get your 60000 Yeah. So that was a, that was a, that was a tough lesson. Uh, and then the other lesson I wanted to say real quick is I can't express enough. Do not drink with your clients not me because i yeah. might be the only person in the world that can handle her alcohol i love to listen yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like the entertainers they just don't know and there's been yeah. even when i was with a couple of girls today i said hey can i tell your stories yeah. and they're like oh, okay just don't say our names and mm. i'm like but the same thing they go out drinking right and uh they tell their sob story and they start crying and everything and i'm like oh my gosh yeah. and then the other one starts making out with some of the guests and and <laughs> and then another one goes crazy because she feels she's being disrespected by the other one i'm and like and we're oh. back to topless yeah <laughs> well i don't think she got topless. no okay but and i will say on her in her on her you know in her defense mm -hmm. it was kind of cute but it doesn't matter <laughs> Right, right. You know, it's one of those things. When you start drinking, uh, you got to know your limit. Back yeah. in the day, we could drink. I mean, the band, the dancers, we would always have a couple drinks. Oh, yeah. But we knew how to pull our shit together yeah. and perform and be professional. Mm -hmm. These girls now, they just don't know when to stop or when it's that level where like, okay, you know what? My top's going to come off. I need to stop drinking. Something Do like you that. Know, see, see, I, Carla, Not that the tops went off. I just wanted right, to bring it back to what right. you were saying. Yeah, no, I got you. <laughs> I got you. See, that's a, that's that's a huge th you know thing in Vegas because Vegas Vegas lures you in. Mm -hmm. still after all these years that's what it is it's drinking it's fun it's it's debauchery um you know what happens in vegas stays in vegas it was a great campaign um i think it got a little stretched you know uh, but uh, uh it, it uh, you know vegas is a great place to come but i think that um the well, we don't do what every all these tourists do you don't yeah no. we don't uh you know and carla knows that i don't drink at all so you're right listen I, i've tried oh wait I think I got him to have a sip. You did at the at at, at uh, Brooklyn Bowl. You did. Remember, yes, I, did. I had I was like I had to have the alcohol shake, <laughs> and I That's right. I think I got you had Jamie. a bourbon milkshake. Yes, and I think yes. I got Jamie to drink you that. Did. I think you did. I, think you did. <laughs> I just want to say I did it. That's right. <laughs> well, now Carla, it's shameless plug time. 
We got we got Miss MRS dash events, Mrs. Events dot com. Right. And that's for everything Carla does as, as it regards um, talent representation. So if you're talent, if yes. you're you, you provide to events, you provide to, to venues, you provide... Yeah. D- d- a lot of corporate, a lot, lot of, of corporate. weddings, yeah. and we also look for things that are outside of the box. Okay. Everyone calls me and they're asking for strange things, as yeah. you'll see on Facebook. Yeah. You'll see my Facebook, and the only time I ever get on there, you'll see it say, looking for... Okay. I mean, it, the last time was a pig, and uh, remember, and I and I, I got I it. Yes, yes, pig, yes, that was for my daughter's wedding on That's Saturday. Right. But um, hello, Kuipo. Yes, and her husband's her, her Dennis. Her Dennis. fiance is Dennis. Dennis and yeah. Congratulations! I, I won't be able to attend, but uh, but I wish you all the best. Yes, and I'm I'm so excited about that. Okay, so um, but yeah, I I do that, and uh, we like multicultural. We like just things that are just really right. outside of the box. When you're looking for something strange, everyone always calls me. Yeah. And Good. so, and I have talent that is all over Nashville, L.A., uh, China. I mean, just different places that if you right. need them and you have the cash, right. I can pull it in. And if you're a solid entertainer of any type, mm-hmm. you can contact Carla so you can yeah. be part of her books. Absolutely. All right. Yep. Now, now another thing Carla does. Now, I don't know if you do this th- now. Uh, I know because your entertainment business, uh, it, it takes most of your time, but you deal a lot with golf. Yeah, I did. And actually, I just closed down uh, my company. I just closed down my company. Um, but at the same time, I still help them okay. because I am an avid golfer. I, excuse me, an avid player. Yeah. I never really say golfer. Yeah. I'm an avid player and I love the game of okay. golf. And I actually get to work with um, and I love her, Bailey Mosher. I get to work with from uh, from the PGA mm-hmm. uh, from the Golf Channel. Oh, I know Bailey. And, yeah. Yep, and I work with Bailey at yeah. the PGA show, so that's yeah. a lot of fun. So you'll see us work together there. And um, I just think that the I mean, it really is the mecca of golfing is playing in Mesquite, Nevada. And so I still help them. I still send groups there. Okay. And uh, I love it. But I yeah, I don't really. I, I closed down Tea Time with Carla a while ago because this business has been so good. Yeah. And Tea Time takes a lot of work because sure. the 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 group, the age group that I work with, right. of course, doesn't work well with digital stuff so yeah. it's a lot of hand holding and i just don't have the time now now the something very popular in vegas uh i think i think it's still popular are the the golf i don't know what you call them I, it always seems so insulting to call them like the, uh, yeah the, the, the golf uh, bunnies or whatever you want to no, call them. they have the, the parmates parmates they have, and things like that now is that yeah. something you can arrange as well like if a, if a yeah. group wants to come in that, that's I'm actually, part of your talent yeah area? i'm actually doing that on tuesday the 16th for audi las vegas okay uh, my girlfriend mary's there and she is doing a golf tournament for audi at spanish trails on tuesday and so she said hey do you think that um i could get some girls you know to do the golf thing and i'm like i do and so um, last year we had Melissa and Tala, and this year Tala's doing it again. But I still am looking for one more girl. Okay. Yeah. Well, and they have a lot of fun. And Mary's just like me. So yeah. she's like, don't worry, they'll have fun. You, well, you heard it right here. Now, you know, <laughs> the, the podcast, uh, the Pod Bay Door has uh, been enjoying some great success. So, I mean, what, what you're saying is getting out to a lot of people. We have uh, globally. We actually have people in India listening right now. So. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's namaste. You know, mm. when I worked at Caesars, mm. that was my thing. I went and found all the different culturals and learned their greetings or their goodbyes. So I could always uh, speak with the different sure. cultures. That was oh, yeah. a lot of fun. That's great. That's you know, great. you're lucky I didn't write some juicy questions for Jamie. No, I'm, no, I'm the least controversial person around. 
That's why I'm the host. <laughs> You're I the mean. least. Co- come on. No, what have I done? No, no, no. I'm just saying that I think that, you know, I think there's some things that are in there. Come on. There's, no. a, there's a vault. And I'm going to say maybe on, I don't know, we'll say 15 or 16 podcasts. Yeah. I want to come back. Okay. And I want to be able to ask these questions. And just as much as you've wanted every person where I'm sitting to be honest, yeah. I'm going to dig open okay. that grave. I'm in. I'm in. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. All right. You just got to let me know when you come back. Carla spends most of her time in Kansas now. No, I'm here once or twice a month. Okay. Yeah. Mm. And I, and you know, I call you every time I'm here. Ah, uh, well, that's right? true. Right? We, we have our smoothie right. and we have, you know, <laughs> we'll we get, uh, well, all right. You get your questions ready and I promise you, I will answer everything honestly. Okay, sure. good. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be juicy. I know, I know. <laughs> well, now, you know what? We're going to go to Adam and Sam. Uh, Adam and Sam are on the floor. Uh, at uh, the, They're doing a field report at Level Up, the, and it's called the Ultimate Vegas Gaming and Anime Convention. Uh, it's everything gaming and gamers, and, and uh, they have uh, um, esports and everything else. But Adam and Sam are there right now, and they're going to give you a quick report. So uh, how you doing, Adam? Hi, guys. You said it. Sam and I here representing the Pod Bay Door Podcast, the Level Up Expo at the Cashman Center in Las Vegas. There's some great crowds here enjoying everything from fantasy car games, uh, PC and console gaming, and even old school stand-up arcade games. The vendor displays are fantastic. They have comic books, action figures, and gaming and movie memorabilia. Everything's represented this year in the Expo, uh, movies, tech, gaming, and of course anime and cosplay. We just enjoyed some of the panel discussions, including a spotlight um, on the voice actors for the Dragon Ball Z series. Uh, The rooms were packed and the QA line was out the door. Cosplay is a huge part of Level Up this year. We've seen some crazy costumes uh, from Star Wars, DC and Marvel, and of course gaming. We had a great time and big thank you to Level Up. Be sure to catch your YouTube channel, the Pod Bay Door Podcast, to see the highlights of the Level Up Report. Back to you and Carla in the studio. All right, Carla. One one thing we do here is called gear grinders, and and it's it's something that that is born out of my irritation with people and what people do. And um, uh, you and I have had wonderful conversations about uh, about just generally how people are are idiots. So <laughs> so not that you know. I I do want to say though uh, my my earlier comment um, uh, about photographers. Uh, it it it's not overgeneralized, but I want to make sure that there are, there are some wonderful photographers I've worked with. Filmmakers and and whatnot. Kelly Schwartz. I don't know if you saw that episode, but uh, great filmmaker. And uh, so I, I, the, I, there are some spotlight people out there, but most people suck. So, <laughs> um, uh, Las Vegas has been known for something that 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 we all as as uh, locals have prided ourselves on. But now it's over. Paid parking. Bullshit. Do you know? Do you know? <laughs> what is that? Do you know when I went to Monami today? Yeah. That was the same thing. I was like, oh my God, it's parking. I got to pay for parking. But exactly. luckily, um, I, you know, Caesars Entertainment yeah. for one year, if it's uh, free with your Nevada driver's license, you just had to scan it. Well, but that's new. And, and, and MGM had the same thing. MGM. Um, uh, they did it for a month. They did. Well, yeah, they did. Actually, they st- yeah. we got December of 2016. Um, now, as vendors, uh, I'm lucky. 
Um, I no, you don't get it. Yeah, I get. I oh, get. Oh no, I, 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 I get Well, it now free. I charge the client. I have to charge the client for every single yeah. person, yeah. and it's fifteen dollars a person. It's, it's horrible. So if you know, when I'm doing JCK coming up, yeah. I've got, uh, let's see, I've got, I think, twenty-two people that's working. I have. They have to pay fifteen dollars a person. What you know, is that? Well, it's terrible, and, and 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 it really, you know, people. The unfortunately, the math is not working out for us. I saw a report recently that that you know everybody we we all the hue and cry uh, was all negative because you know we were saying the locals especially we're not coming. Yeah. You know, we're paying ten goddamn dollars for for this, and that they uh, they said we're gonna we're gonna hurt your business. Well, unfortunately. It's not hurting the business, but they're not making the money they thought they were going to make. A little lower than 7% of the ancillary sales that are involved in casinos' revenue uh, has to do with parking. And it's definitely not making a, a, a huge profit, but we don't have the Raiders here yet. Yeah. We don't. Uh, T-Mobile is not really yet caught on, I don't think. It's okay. It's, not, it's, it's okay. I'm, I, I love to see the fact that they're having multicultural things there, right. and, you know, and, and it's great. Uh, the Smith Center is, you know, obviously far better. Yeah. But um, so we'll wait to see. Are you ra- uh, Raiders, yes or no? Are you yeah. I've asked them no. No. You don't care. Yeah. No. Why? Um, yeah. The crowds. It, well, or no uh, crowds. You know, I'm a Chiefs <laughs> fan now. Are you a Chiefs a fan? A big Chiefs fan. And I have friends. You're, you're the other one? <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I, well, I've got, <laughs> and I've got friends in Hawaii who actually flew from Hawaii to Kansas City to watch the uh, Raiders wow. and the Chiefs and stuff. But uh, that crowd's uh, pretty rowdy. Nothing against Raider fans. Nothing no. against Raider fans. Do you think they're coming? Do you think the, the, you think the yeah. L.A. And, and Oakland are coming? I do. Really? I do. See, that's my point. I don't think they're going to come. I think we're going to have a 65,000 square foot, uh, seat stadium and there's not going to be a damn person there. No, I think they're going to come. And uh, there's only know, the, eight games. I there's know, only eight games I, in the season. I know, season. but you got to think about this. Think about the clout that Vegas really has. Yeah. I mean, they've made some crazy shit happen. Yeah, but we've, we, we, we have the exhibition basketball, and that always goes badly. There's always shootings and fights and everything else. Yeah, that is that is what I'm worried about is, is uh, you know, bringing that in. Because at the games, people are so passionate about their teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were fights that broke out in Kansas City, and we never have fights over there. Well, yeah, and I, I mean, we have a terrible history for that. I mean, we have b- the boxing and uh, the boxing yeah. matches we've had. You know, they clipped uh, Tupac. Well, and that's, yeah, that's because we have... All these different people. Or Biggie was it, which one got uh, Biggie was killed here? Was it Biggie or Tupac? No, it was Tupac. Tupac. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And remember, it's uh, still undecided. Sure. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think because we have all the people that come here, and the tensions are so high, and everybody's from out of town, and of course we are run by our egos. Yeah. And so that's why all this bad stuff happens. All right. Well, so, uh, all this came from the paid parking, which we're we're, we're tremendously against. Uh, I think it. I think it is going to affect the Las Vegas profits. The casino profits negatively. I just don't. I think it's going to be a decade until they see it. You know, I I, I just it, I'm so against it, but I'm also very lucky being a vendor that I I get to avoid some of it. Okay, well we're gonna have to talk later about how you avoid it. Okay. Yeah, because I need that pass. Okay. Well, but you know, I will say this: that you remember, be an Vegas honorary. <laughs> I work for TV <laughs> photography, and so um I I also know that um. How do I explain that? Like, you know, with everything that's going around, it's not casino anymore. This mm-hmm. is not a gambling. It's everyone's no. going for the retail. All these hotels exactly. are doing retail stuff. Yeah. And I think that's why they went to the parking. I, I think so, too. I think it's I think it's a uh, it's a future. It's a it's a chessboard in Las Vegas now. And uh, that's their move. Uh, and uh, I think they're trying to capitalize on what may be coming in. Um, 
who knows? But it's it's certainly inconvenient, and um, uh, there it, it, you don't just suddenly start charging. There's not some dude there taking a few bucks. They have to install, and it's all credit cards. Yeah, yeah, it's unmanned. You have to have a credit card at the ready, and of course, everybody, you know, guys are sitting on their wallets, you know, and when they're not ready, oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, I know. Well, think of how long it took me when I was trying to find my driver's license so I could get it for free. Yeah, but it's one of those things. I could go on a rant forever about that, yeah. but I'm just not I mean? happy about the parking. Yeah, and not only that, you got to pay that for parking you got to pay double to yes. valet oh. and think about you know what my future son-in-law yes works uh, i'm not going to say anymore yeah. anyway yeah. but they don't make the tips oh no they've if ruined I, that if i got to pay the industry. if i've got to yeah. pay 15 20 bu- 22 dollars or whatever exactly. to park at city center or whatnot exactly i'm not giving you a dollar i hope they pay you 20 bucks an hour now yeah but that's the thing they said that it has really gotten bad and they're not making any tips oh the, the waves from it uh the, i think haven't hit the shore yet i mean it, it's the, the they've affected the valet industry they've affected the bell industry because oh, yeah. you know you get out paying 20 bucks for parking you're definitely not going to tip the valet you're irritated and you're not going to tip the bellman yeah, because you're already twenty bucks in. You haven't and, done and these poor guys were, you know, you're. Lo- I mean, I always give five or ten, but these yeah. poor guys are only making two or three bucks yeah. because those people aren't spending any money because right. they're not used to the tip industry in Vegas. Right. Now you're making them pay fifteen, twenty-two dollars. Yeah. Can I tell you something? They're not getting a dime because they think no. they're getting a part of the charged. And they're not exactly. getting it. No, they're, I want no. everyone to know, please tip your valet guys. It's not their fault. Right. They're getting the same amount of money and they're not making any tips. It is unfair. I, I agree. I agree. Well, she's right. We could talk Look about this Look at me. I'm like her. this. I'm I know. so upset. She's upset. I'm upset. <laughs> that helps pay for my daughter's wedding, you know? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this Saturday. I'm so excited. Oh, my I'm excited too. I, I think yeah. it's fantastic. Now, the the next thing. Now, Carla and I are with without question. Now, that she's she, she's far younger than I am. Um, <laughs> oh, she looks okay. She looks far younger than I do. Am I am I not older than you? No. No, you're a year older than me, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, 10 years. That's Sorry. right. That's right. <laughs> uh, but we are not millennials by any means. Now, Carla, yes. you and I both are in the industry, however, an industry that um, we live and die by our phone. Our phone is our business. Yes. In fact, you know what? I, uh, in you mean this thing right here? Yeah. Before, as we were getting <laughs> ready here in, uh, in her office, uh, we, uh, uh, we were both on the phone. Yes. <laughs> And, Looking um, at each other, going two minutes. One yeah, minute. two minutes. One minute. <laughs> uh, now, how wh- how do you feel about the cell phone presence in our lives now? I mean, uh, I I can't walk in. I walked into a grocery store uh, today, mm-hmm. and and I and I can't get to where I'm going because there's a girl texting, doing whatever. You know, I mean, there's people that they're, we're shooting our food, we're shooting our drinks, we're texting, we're doing this, we're doing that, yeah. and with our heads hung low, you know, and we're not mm-hmm. paying attention. How do you feel about it? I'll tell you this. There's a few rules that I have. There are no phones at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. And at nighttime, all phones have to go on silent and be somewhere else. Really? At a certain time. Absolutely. And even, you know, e- even though my daughter, she's 27. And so that would be kind of on the cusp, right? No, she's right there in the millennial. Is she? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, she's far from it. Yeah. Far from it. I mean, yeah. I mean, everybody says our kids the greatest. Adam, Adam, for example. Adam's not. He's on the ass end of it. Yeah, but he's not. He's also not the. You know, not that millennials are bad. I mean, I've learned a lot and I studied a lot about them. These guys are very. They're hard workers. They really are. You just. They are 
task-oriented people. You just have to tell them what they need to do. And they're, they're you know, but that's the thing. Remember before, you would they, they said, okay, uh, no one would do social media when we're working, when we're growing up, right? Mm-hmm. Now they're like, okay, some people spend about uh, 30 minutes on personal calls or whatnot. Yeah. Now... In this stage of everyone, mm-hmm. they're they're spending three hours right. on social media right. uh, daily at work. Right, you know what I'm saying. So it's one of those things. But yeah, I I just think that. Uh, do you take pictures of your food? I'm a Yelper. Are you? Yeah. So I do take a few photos of my food, but it, yeah. I'll tell you the reasoning why I do it. Okay. Because I think bad service needs mm-hmm. to be reported, but even more importantly, I think great service needs to be needs to be told and so when i have okay. really great service and really great food i want the people that own that place mm-hmm. or the corporation that has you know that that owns all of it i want them to know mm-hmm. that i had great service and i had some great food yeah, but you're not taking pictures of every damn burrito you're you're no i take a picture of my meal and i put my phone away and i do yelp okay. when i get out the door because you're big i know you do family dinners now that i'm assuming no phones, that at, the no table. phones at all no and no, when like we really. do family dinner we're talking yeah. about uh, 12 people at the table. Bunch of crazy Hawaiians. Yeah, yeah just talking and Samoans okay. and we got yeah, Japanese and we got Puerto Ricans. Yeah, it's yeah. all crazy. Okay. But yeah, there's no, we don't like the phones at the table because we actually sit down every Sunday yeah. from the time I was uh, probably born. I don't know. But every yeah. Sunday my family gets together for dinner still. Does it and a family that eats together stays together. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Does it upset you that you're so tethered to your phone? Um, it upsets me every day. Especially when I forget it or I or something, it, yeah. it drives me nuts that I'm so tethered to to an inanimate object like that. Yeah, but at the same time, it makes me money. Yeah, yeah, yeah it it does. But at the same time, like I haven't checked it this whole time that yeah. we were talking. Do you yeah. know why? Because this is important. Yeah. And I got to remember something. Here's a little here's a little note for you. Yes. This is here for your convenience, not anyone else's. Yeah. And I have to remember that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a good. That's a good. You no, know, it is. It's it's there for my school, convenience. You know. So if someone's calling, they're like, "Why aren't you answering me? Why aren't you answering yeah. me?" Because now I have time to. Yeah. See, I I have a I, I have a tendency to not tendency. I I have a you know I I return, you know. I mean, I return your text immediately. Right. And I do this, and I mean, and if there's a delay, I've had people, including you, think there's a problem. Like, oh my god. Yeah. You know, it's been 10 minutes. Everything okay? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. And some, yeah, sometimes... Uh, uh, and you're right. I think cl- I think that's a that's a bad precedent to set because you're right. It is... It is it's our, your convenience. My convenience. Your convenience. Yeah. yeah. And, and when, you know, sometimes someone will say, this is time sensitive. Yeah. Okay, I get it. But otherwise, um, I, ju- I don't need to check my phone because everything... Right. I've planned everything out and this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. If someone needs something immediately for an emergency or whatnot, right. uh, you, should, you should probably could have called me last week or yesterday. Yeah. you made it an emergency and so now i'm gonna have to charge you three times yeah <laughs> that's right yeah. yeah see carla is also old enough to remember those days when you had to go home and call somebody back you on mean your when house the, phone you mean when the beeper said 911 that's right yeah and i grabbed beeper i'm talking about even before that oh you mean when we when the cordless phone came out and you thought you were the coolest thing ever yeah when the suitcase it was this, this big yeah, and you had a, yeah. had a i had them all I had them all. I had the brick. Actually, I borrowed my friend Dean's brick. Because I never I, had a brick. I couldn't afford one. I never had a brick. He had one, so yeah. I just borrow his. No, I'm talking about way back in the day when, you know, uh, oh, yeah. pay phones were still around. Yeah. Uh, I had the cordless phone, and it, I thought yeah. I was, like, I thought I had everything. Yeah. 
That yeah. was really cool. Amazing. <laughs> well, Carl, it's time for Area 52. Um, uh, guys, These we try to pick out some uh, really interesting things about Las Vegas. And uh, I do. I, I, I really go to great pains to try to find things that people don't know that aren't from here. And actually, I've surprised people that are from here. Um, the first one here, astronomer Carl Sagan. Mar- uh, Las Vegas has a checkered past, as you can hear from Carla's story. And those, are ju- <laughs> those are just a couple of stories about Carla. Some of us wear them. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> Astronomer Carl Sagan, Martin Sheen, the actor, the actor and singer and Rhodes Scholar, I might add, uh, Chris Christofferson, have all been arrested in Las Vegas. They were arrested specifically together in a nuclear protest about the, uh, um, the testing site. Oh, wow. This was years ago. However, we've had some recent ones. We've had, and, and I'm sure all of these people will remember these names, Paris Hilton, of course, O.J. Simpson, of course. Uh, Adam Pacman Jones, Bruno Mars was arrested, mm-hmm. not, not for the, the uh, jet skiing, but for something else. Uh, Vince Neal, uh, Motley Crue, Suge Knight, speaking of uh, Biggie and Tupac, uh, Floyd Mayweather, my buddy over there at Popeyes, and, <laughs> uh, and Flavor Flav. They've all been arrested here in Las Vegas for one reason or another. Um, uh, I know there, there were some drugs and there was some fighting and there was some... Uh, some allegedly. Alleged, yes, allegedly. <laughs> but I, I don't know if it's alleged if they've already served time. I think oh, it was, did they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Book them, Dano. That's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> The next one I found uh, very interesting. I didn't know this. The urinals at the Main Street Station uh, were built and attached to a part of the Berlin Wall. You're kidding. I am not kidding at all. Now, what? yes. Did you know that? No, I did not know yes. that. Now, I, 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 Are you making this up? I am not making this up. I'm going to Google it. Please do. I'm going to GTS that. Please, uh, please do. <laughs> I, I, I would love to be corrected on this stuff, but thus far I've been absolutely 100% correct. I got to look this up. That's uh, crazy. Look that up. Now, you've been there. You've been Main Street. Uh, that's where all the polys hang out. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of that, the last one in Area 52, Las Vegas is popularly known as the Ninth Island of Hawaii. That's right. Um, I don't know if the Hawaiians actually say that. Do they? No, they do. Or do they still Yeah, there? because we have such a large population yeah. of, of locals here. I mean, think of all the stuff that we do. I know. I know. We did a Polynesian show yesterday at the Las Vegas Convention Center. Yeah. I mean, can it get more Hawaiian than that? I know. Do you still hula? <laughs> Uh, no. You got the hips for? Nah, yeah, I, don't, I just, you know what? When I retired, I retired. Yeah. I was like, oh no, I'm done. Yeah. Or I'm going to have a hip replacement. I go, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, but you know, absolutely. If anybody ever catches me uh, on, uh, on, uh, on a fact check, I'm not going to trump you. You let me know. Be careful. Check it carefully because yes. i know i know you do your homework i do i do yeah uh because i find this town interesting uh, i still do after 23 years i've been here 23 almost 24 years wow. yeah i'm a vet for sure uh but uh, please do and let us know uh uh you know what you want to hear uh, we try to keep um, Las Vegas as, as, a, as a keystone to this podcast, uh, but we talk about all different types of things. We have friends come in, uh, but I want a, a, a huge thank you to Carla. Oh, it thank was you. That so was so great to see you. I'm glad we get to spend time together. I mean, this is like, I, know. I mean, we've, we've talked yeah. this long just without the mics in front of us yeah. and the headphones. So. Well, you left us. You left us. Not really. I'm here right now. Oh, well, that's true. I mean, but this is still our office. You've got a big, you've got a big party. And it's a big, huge party. Yes. But again, uh, uh, her daughter and her her soon-to-be husband, and again, his name is? Uh, Dennis? Dennis, yes. Yes. They're getting married tomorrow. I just so. learned that t- how to pronounce his last name. Uh, oh, yes. Frouchy. Frouchy. I can't even spell it. And what's the background on Frouchy? Um, I'm going to find out by So Saturday. their little babies are going to be 
Polynesian Hawaiian and frouchies. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Types. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We got 50 people from flying in from Wisconsin. And a pig. And we have a pig that a we're cooking pig. in the <laughs> emu. Yes. Underground. Yeah. You are doing that. Yes. Wow. We're having a cultural wedding. That's fantastic. Miley Lays, Pikakis. My cousin Donna and Kathy came wow. in from Hawaii today to help me with all of the foliage we bought from the big island yeah. to make the arch. Are we doing poi? Uh, yeah, poi? we have poi. We have uh, anybody that makes musubi. good poi. Is there, any, is there a good poi? I've had yeah, bad you poi. Yeah, just, you just have. Oh, it was just spoiled. You yeah, just put some sugar in it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we have chicken long rice, spam musubi. We got wow. Kahlua pig, terry chicken, terry beef, halpia for dessert. We got all that stuff. Now, what's a good luck? What's a Hawaiian good luck to the kids? What what's, what do they say? What's what's good luck in Hawaiian? Oh, you know or what? I might is there a good luck phrase? GTS that myself. Well, good luck to them in English. Yes, and you know what? Yeah, I love them, and I'm excited for them. Okay, excellent. Well, again, thank you, Carla, for coming here. Of and course. yes, you're going to come back because you, you're you're threatening to have these questions for me. I can't oh, imagine I what can't. you're going to say. I can't wait. Okay. All yeah. Right. Well, thanks to everyone <laughs> listening and watching. You can catch the Pod Bay Door on the Podbean app or any of your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. You can watch our show on our YouTube channel, the Pod Bay Door Podcast. Please download, like, and subscribe. Our social connectivity screen is coming up. Check in with us on Facebook, Twitter, and WordPress. The Pod Bay Door is closed and talent is out. Yes. <laughs>Hey everybody, thank you very much for tuning into the show. We would love to hear your show suggestions and comments. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, please click to subscribe. You can also connect with us on Facebook using at PBD Podcast, on Twitter using at TPBD Podcast, and on WordPress at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com.